Welcome to Greener Fields with me, your host, Hannah Nash. Here, I'll be chatting with people all around the world about the realities of life in your 20s and 30s, especially regarding what life is like living in Ireland or abroad. The good, the bad, the funny and the ugly, and everything else in between to help you decide whether the grass is always greener on the other side or just greener wherever you water it. Enjoy! Emma, you are very welcome to Greener Fields. How are you getting on? Thanks so much, Hannah. You're so good. Um, I'm all good. Yeah, all's grand. Life is, life is good. Life um, is lifing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, amazing, amazing. Well, listen, Emma, I, I'm so personally excited for this conversation. I can't wait to chat with you. I have loved your content for a very long time and I know a lot of people who have as well but also you as a person I'm really excited to just get to know a little bit so I guess for those who may not know you would you mind telling me a little bit about yourself? Yeah of course and that's so nice thanks so much. (laughs) Um, So I'm Emma I'm 30 from Dublin I've born and raised in Dublin um, and I first I, I, I suppose I'll skip over the school part because we all went to school and all that and then um I went to college and I studied so, so I went to UCD and I studied um Italian Spanish and linguistics for a year but I just found it very difficult and it wasn't for me you know when you just know it's not for you the only reason I had chosen to do that was because I didn't love any subject in school um and I wasn't particularly like I wasn't very strong at any subject, but the only subject that I liked was Italian. And I was like, great, that, that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, I kind of thought you just had to pick something from that you did in school. So I went and studied that for a year. But as I said, it wasn't for me. Then decided to go and study creative, creative digital media, which turned out to be exactly what I wanted to do. So that was... Yeah, best decision ever to to change my my course in life. Amazing, amazing. And there's just, you know, I, I always say the same sentence, and I and I know this because I listen to these episodes about 10 times each, that I always say, you know, there's so much to touch on there, but there really is when it comes to um, I guess making decisions in the first place, how you made that decision from to move from languages, which honestly sounds absolutely torturous. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, was well, not, great. <laughs> I wasn't that good at languages myself. Um, to then changing career uh, course and then where that's led you today. And and I'm guessing there's kind of a merging of that kind of um like degree and course but also that kind of sense of languages maybe meant a little bit more travel and adventure and I don't know we're gonna we're gonna see where that all fits in your kind of life story so far but another question I kind of love to start the conversation with is talking about this idea of travel and adventure as something that either we grow into or maybe something that we um, I guess kind of it's kind of like supported when we were younger we kind of grew into it so a lot of a lot of guests so far have spoken very fondly about the summer holidays to Timor, to Ross Lair, to Toboggan um, but also have sometimes you know said that maybe it was during college or when they got a little bit older that they kind of fostered that sense of independence themselves and adventure and I'd love to know you know where do you see yourself fitting on that scale is it you know because we, we when I share your page along with this conversation they're going to see so many beautiful kind of travel pictures and adventure and just the most incredible guides so they're going to see you now as the person who you know has been to so many places probably experienced so many things but was that always the case with you so I was very lucky growing up as um I was very lucky growing up because we did go 
on you know we went on family holidays or I'll give you a, a fun fact actually my very first family holiday was one on the late late show no way <laughs> so the first trip I ever went away on was thanks to the late late show that's that's amazing that's so I'd say fact. that's the first <laughs> yeah that's that's one of those facts that I feel like you could know those two truths and one lie and you would say that and no one would ever say yeah that. yeah so That's my dad was in the audience and there was like a raffle it was yeah I was four I'm four or five and um he was picked out of the raffle and we got a, a family trip to Disneyland in Paris so that was our that was my first experience of travel abroad um so then after that we we did go on um a few family holidays so we went to the US a little bit um to visit some family friends and we w- one time we did like a house swap with a family in San Diego and we went there for three weeks and they came to our house for three weeks worked out for both families because it was the accommodation was covered it was great and then we would have gone to Malta a few times because my like dad's ancestors are from Malta so we'd kind of connect with some like you know distant relatives there and that was always lovely and then from from an Ireland point of view um I would have been up and down from Derry an awful lot um as a kid because my dad's family are from Derry so um that's like my second home is Derry yeah amazing I feel like that that winning that um holiday is on the late late show is probably one of the most Irish things I have ever heard (laughs) it is is such a great fact and it's just so interesting to hear kind of that kind of diversity of the travel and those kind of family holidays I always find it so interesting because it's just you know I think when we think where we are now and and when we particularly social media we see where people are right now but trying to figure out maybe how they got there in the first place is just fascinating to me so it's clear that kind of a little bit of travel adventure family time um was part of you know your kind of childhood and upbringing And it's obviously, you know, transferred or if that's the correct word into who you are today as an adult, because absolutely. So from your social media and I, and I I did, as I always do a good stalk (laughs) of anyone who I'm chatting with. And I went so far back. I can't even remember what year it was, was, but you have been traveling to some incredible places for, for quite a while. And, you know, showcasing it and sharing your guides and I I think you call it like budget bougie travel experiences which is exactly how I would personally describe it as well it's like really cool Airbnbs but also kind of budget friendly and I think you know before we get there I'd love to hear about kind of maybe the earlier part of your kind of 20s when you're finishing college um you probably had a little bit of money for yourself for the first time did you always travel with friends or was it with family or did you only solo travel those kind of early years? Because it obviously went like, um, <laughs> it went big after that. So that's a mad one. I'll actually go a little bit earlier um, from college. So I kind of have always had like separation anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I've always been kind of afraid. So, you know, when it, like when we were in school, I never went to the Gale Talks because I was like, no, nope, absolutely. I can't leave home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it came to college, people were going on J1s. They were doing years abroad. And I was like, no, absolutely not. Not for me. Want to be home. Want to be at home. Um, so I just didn't want to go. Um, that was the thing for me. I was just afraid, I suppose, to leave home. Um, and then my boyfriend Fergal and I we had been taking a few kind of smaller European trips and then there came a point where we had decided to go on a bigger trip to Thailand because 
obviously we were like okay like we're ready for this now we've done our few smaller trips let's go so um I will never forget one of the moments like that totally changed me was just landing in Bangkok and I was like oh my god I cannot believe that I've waited this long to go this kind of far and somewhere so different because I know I spoke about going to the states and all that kind of thing but you know there's not a huge amount of cultural differences in a place like that whereas Bangkok was like different language just different culture altogether it was just like wow and it was absolutely like that was a life-changing moment for me definitely I was like absolutely buzzing um now touching on my separation anxiety again as I said I was always afraid if I left that something bad would happen to like and that's why I didn't want to leave well we had just arrived in Bangkok and my um just got into our hotel and I had got a phone call from home to say that my brother had been in a car accident and it was a pretty serious car accident but thankfully um, long story short he was okay but I remember I was like this is not how I wanted to you know it was kind of to me I was like well that's exactly why I didn't want to leave in the first place <laughs> um so that was a little bit of a struggle at the start um n- not that like you know obviously everything was okay but just trying to deal with being away far <laughs> um so look like years later I've come to realize that living in fear is like just not a fun way to live um, and I've definitely learned that now but that's come through it's come through more travel um, and kind of learning myself and um, just how to be more independent and all that kind of thing it's yeah so um wow Emma that that is you know I think and thank you for sharing that kind of idea of separation anxiety because I know we've spoken to people on this podcast before who have touched on anxiety when it comes to travel and immigration and the role that it's played on it whether it's been the push or pull factor or if it's just keeps people in the one place and it's so true like that is such a I think a legitimate experience and an experience felt by many that maybe doesn't get the um vocalization that it maybe deserves that you know we always talk about travel and immigration on this podcast but sometimes I think it's really interesting to talk about also the not wanting to travel the not wanting to emigrate not wanting to be too far away or maybe not not wanting but just feeling like you can't and that kind of like fear of this idea that you know if you go away something bad will happen and then out of all the chances that something did bad happen it's like it's just kind of try to I guess reinforce this idea that you were you were right all along even though yeah no sense but that's how we that's how we think and that's how we feel and it's so like such a legitimate feeling and that for you I guess particularly when you were talking about going to like school and college and this idea of I wouldn't say rite of passage because I know not everyone gets the opportunity or not everyone wants to go but also this kind of idea of the well talked and that kind of in college you do the the J1 and then you do x y and z even the weekend trips is that the feeling it must like that kind of idea of not wanting to go on them and how that kind of maybe impacts you as a person when it comes to you know you are living in Ireland like myself and a lot of other people it seems like every second person is um wishing they were gone or gone um living in a different place they're thinking about something else 
and I would love to to hear about your thoughts on this whole part of this conversation of whether we stay or do we go in our 20s and 30s because if anything it's like me it's quite all consuming we're thinking about it a lot we're like you know am I doing the right thing what's going on what's happening here and yeah what's your perspective on it where's your head at what are you thinking well we had so after I know I was telling you about the kind of when we went to um Thailand and that kind of was life-changing because we'd seen this part of the world and then the following year we went um over to Vietnam and again we were like oh my god Southeast Asia is just like we absolutely love it so much and then the year after that we went back to Southeast Asia and we did um, Malaysia and Singapore um and then we had spoke about so Fergal was very keen to go and teach in Vietnam so I was very like oh I don't know but I wasn't totally against it um it the idea excited me whereas years before it I would it would have been a a no Mm -hmm. um but I was a little bit more open to it Mm -hmm. and then of course the pandemic hit so we had to put that to bed and we you know obviously those two years lost those two years um and then but but we did explore Ireland um during those two years which was absolutely amazing and honestly our trip from we did um, a road trip from Mizzen to Malin along the Wild Atlantic Way and that was one of the best trips we've ever had it was absolutely amazing and I was so ashamed I was like I can't believe it's taken me this long to realize how great Ireland is um, and actually explore it so I I've always loved home and I know as I said to you like I it I just I love being at home I love being in the area that I live um and that trip really kind of made me go okay like I do always want to settle here in Ireland like I don't think I'll ever you know long term live abroad you know the way sometimes people go to Australia and they end up staying there and I was like no I definitely definitely want to stay here um but I suppose for us so I'm 30 and I'm nearly 31 and I still live at home with my parents and we, we kind of live between Fergus parents and my parents and we have for years so we're kind of living out of a suitcase almost because one one a few days will be here a few days will be there um we did um kind of this year so so sorry I'll take you back to last year just very briefly um I had quit my job to go traveling because we decided let's get it out of our system mm. which wasn't a very good idea because as you all know you don't get travel out of your system <laughs> in fact it was probably you know it just kind of ignited our desire to travel further and for longer um, and I learned a lot about myself in that three months and I really kind of realized that I can be independent and that I can be away from home for a long time and that everything's going to be fine Um, so we had started to um try and apply for a mortgage and stuff earlier in the year and then I think we very quickly realized how bad the housing crisis actually is (laughs) and then we had to kind of you know have a conversation we were like what do we really really want and both of us came to the conclusion that like at this moment in time of our lives we don't really have any interest in marriage we don't have any interest in having children um but our common things that we want to travel so it did make us kind of reevaluate the looking for a house thing because we can't we we just want to be around where our friends and family are but it's just not an option for us at the moment so we were like what if we just keep on saving 
and then maybe 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 I'm not sure but we we might talk about going somewhere for a year I'm not sure but we'll we'll see <laughs> Virgo still has the itch to um teach abroad for a year so we're kind of like <laughs> never <maybe. say> never <laughs> <laughs> will we regret if we don't and it was it as I said it was that trip that we did last year that we were like oh no we we need to go away again for longer well, that's so, so interesting it's it's that idea of you know I think we sometimes it's so funny how we work as humans it's like we're trying to have this tick box of not travel or not immigration well that it has to be buy a house marry have kids and it's like we're just constantly I, I definitely feel this way we're searching for the next thing that we can accomplish or tick off because that exactly. would mean it would make sense right and it's like I just I mean I just I know people who have done different things and they're still wondering when it will make sense or when we will feel like adults and and when things will stop feeling like we're on this kind of race where we're never really sure we signed up for but we're just keep going and it's it's super I guess pressure inducing anxiety inducing and I always try to preface this with like a, a um like understanding of privilege and being in a privileged position to be able to live at home with your parents and all these good things yeah. I, I'm at home with my parents and I'm like sometimes I think I have to change my own language from I have to live at home to I get to live at home because I well, think exactly 100 yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like one of the things we are so lucky because at least we you know we're in Dublin and I've been able to live in Dublin with my parents and go to work in Dublin and a lot of people who have to work in Dublin who aren't from Dublin you know have to come up and they have to pay extortionate amounts of rent and so I do feel so so lucky that I have that opportunity because it's allowed me to kind of save for travel as well and um yeah so I'm very very grateful for that and I know gosh that like it's not an option for for everyone absolutely and I think something that keeps coming up from the people I've spoken to who are deciding to emigrate or travel is that you know way back when when our parents were young a lot of people emigrated for work whereas now they often emigrate for independence or this sense of adventure because of the one of the reasons potentially is because of the fact that we are living at home longer it's expensive etc 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 and it's a really interesting shift in like mindset but also reality and when it comes to you know this part of like I love what you said it's like you know you you were ha- you're happy at home you're 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 not necessarily sure you're kind of in uncertain I'm like that is the, I think where we all fit in that category yeah. I know a few people who are like I'm gonna get me out of here I know a few people who are like I'm never going this is it this is the place I would never want to club on a Saturday night are you serious and and we all, a lot of us fall in that kind of middle ground but you know I think something that I definitely have felt at times when I see my friends traveling and I see my friends emigrating I, I have felt left behind in a way I have felt like am I doing the right thing or what do what do they have that I don't have or what's wrong with me in adverted commas and I wonder you know do you feel this sense of it's kind of funny like empty nest with you know friends going family going or you know have you been able to kind of keep those couple of people close like you're close with your family you mentioned but do you kind of feel like this sense of community and friendship that maybe you had when you're growing up because everyone was situational, everyone was in school and college. Has that changed for you now? Or have you had to put more effort into those kind of connections or friendships um, with people potentially leaving or emigrating or traveling? You know what? I'm actually, I'm really lucky that I've kind of, so my school group of friends that I have, like we've, some of them have moved abroad and, but we're like 
super super close and just as a a, a group of schoolgirls, mm-hmm. um and we would always be very you know whatsapp and all that kind of thing is so amazing and we are so lucky to have it to be able to stay in touch and instagram and like you know people can kind of see what you're doing even if you're not in touch with them and then you know so that's I just think that is like absolutely amazing and it's something that we would you know our parents wouldn't have had when they were traveling and they'd have to wait maybe once a week to call home on a pay phone and all those kind of things so no I I do feel like I've been able to especially kind of sharing my travels and stuff like I felt connected to my friends and family like while traveling and my friends who are traveling I feel still always feel very connected to them and even if it's just sending a voice note and things like that um but and then my family again like it's my my sister moved to London um so but she moved when she was 22 I think um so but again she's across the pond as they say she's not far you know it's a a one hour flight to go see her for her to come home um so no I haven't really felt you know separated from from people I do feel very connected to them I I think I would be good at keeping in touch with people I hope (laughs) some people are going to be like uh sorry (laughs) what (laughs) actually sorry no they definitely are because I'm in my head I'm like oh no actually I'm really bad at you know touch with that person and that person and that person oops <laughs> we, we can't be perfect yeah. though we yeah. can't be perfect. and I think sometimes it's so easy to feel that we're you know because we like you said we, we see so much like we're we're so connected socially by social media particularly Instagram and things like that that we can see what's going on with someone else's life and not even engage with it like not even double tap not even send a message not even reply to the story but that doesn't mean we're not aware. And I think it's kind of a nice feeling to me, or it's comforting to me that, you know, even if I don't fully engage with someone online, it's like the, the idea that people are watching my content or seeing my things or are, are knowing what's going on with my life. And I don't know, I think particularly those people who you went to school with and college with, it's like you have those, for me, it's this idea of the girls I used to play football and camogie with. It's like the bond we have is like insane, but you know, a lot of us haven't played in years. And I think that's the benefit of social media. The best part is when you can connect and have the voice messages. I think that is super special. But again, you know, for the disconnection that social media can have in the real life situation when we are in person, the fact that when we can't be in person, I think it is an incredible um, tool to use to keep us connected. And I think it really helps people who decide to travel and go abroad. And, you know, you kind of mentioned there this incredible trip from I think Mizzen to Malin or Malin to Mizzen oh yeah uh, Mizzen uh, to Malin Mizzen <laughs> down to up isn't it I, I think yeah. so but I'm sure we're gonna get correct well, down to up let's just go yeah. with that <laughs> from Cork up okay Cork yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> and some of the big part of this conversation and it's something I'm really passionate about because I know I haven't even touched the surface of discovering Ireland and I love seeing personally I love seeing Irish content like that is what I follow like I love seeing people highlight things and some of the drone footage or the photos of this country because I think it can be very easy to be like in where our feet are it's October it's roasting but it's the winter um and you know work stress family that sometimes we can forget what is literally on our doorstep and how incredibly beautiful it is. And one way to remind ourselves of that 
is to see it all or to see a lot of it. And that is what you did from this trip. And I would love to hear a little bit about it. And I guess, you know, some of your travel and adventure around Ireland in general, when it comes to, you know, some of your favorite places or things that, you know, you did on that trip that you stopped and you were like, Jesus Christ, this is unreal. I'd love to hear about it all. Yeah, absolutely. So when we we started in West Cork and I think West Cork is possibly my favorite place in Ireland. It's just something about it. I'm going again in a week and a half. I can't wait. (laughs) I just love West Cork. It's magic um and there's just some like amazing kind of hidden gems down there and um yeah so what we were leaving West Cork and I was like oh but we could just stay here um but anyway we continued on and we went to Kerry um and Kerry was absolutely amazing um like the cliffs in Kerry are just like oh my god they're spectacular and I remember the day we had when we went to the cliffs like oh my gosh it was just absolutely out of this world that was one of the things I was like okay I want every person who ever like tours Ireland to just be here in this moment and this is the vision they have of Ireland like it's amazing um and then we traveled up we were uh, we actually ended up in a storm it was so in 2020 I can't remember the name of the storm, but it was one of the like really bad storms. Of course um, it was. <laughs> yeah, like one of the really bad ones. And yeah. we were in Clare um, and we stayed in an Airbnb. So we were at the side of um, a lovely couple's house. And it was, I remember it was so strange because this couple were so lovely and they greeted us, but we were all keeping our distance from each other. And we had read um, about the this the guy who was hosting us he'd like climbed Everest and all we wanted to do was like you know be with them and talk and everything but we just couldn't um and you could tell they were quite anxious and so um but anyway sorry I'm going sidetracking there um we yeah we were in the storm in Clare and that was mad and we were kind of like whoa this really is wild Atlantic way um (laughs) and then we continued and I remember then one of the places where I was like I was actually ashamed of myself that I just hadn't explored Ireland more was when we got to Ackle Island I oh my god it was my first time in Ackle Island and it was just out of this world it's like the most amazing place ever and we had gorgeous weather for the first day um and then a storm came again the following day and it was kind of you know what it was it was like we were it was that kind of time in our lives where we were all quite you know anxious we didn't know what was happening in life and I have to say the Irish people that we met were just so like hospitable and just so lovely and so grateful that Irish people were you know taking the opportunity to visit these places and I remember the second day we were leaving we were due to leave um Ackle Island because we had plans then to go kind of towards um Donegal and the weather was really bad and the host was like look if you just want to stay another night like I won't charge you I'm kind of a little bit worried about you you know leaving um in the storm but we ended up heading anyway because we were just like no we only have a few days left and we have to go to Donegal <laughs> so uh but that was just one of those lovely moments where we were like gosh and there was so many of them and I was like this is why people love coming to especially the west of Ireland I think the west of Ireland is just on another level <laughs> yeah I can um, I can agree I I lived in Westport in Mayo for a year and a half 
and I just came back in June and I think you know like I remember driving out to Ackle a few times like just for the spin because it's like quite close to Westport and it's one of those things where I think you know and this is that you just mentioned it there this idea that yes it's a beautiful country but it's not just the physical beauty it's the people it's the places it's the random interactions you have like again I haven't been everywhere in the world so I can't really compare but I have to believe that it's particularly special because that's what I keep hearing that these people the random crack the fun um how we look out for each other how we care about each other like there's people not wanting you to drive in the storm it's like I have to think that that is a huge part of what makes Ireland a very special country um and it's hearing those stories that just reinforces that idea and I do agree particularly in the west of Ireland there is this sense of community like no other and I think as speaking as two dubs I feel like we can say that with like you know we yeah (laughs) we know (laughs) I'm just like I get it girl (laughs) yeah yeah it's true it's absolutely true and we see that and we hear it again and again and I think that's when it comes to to Ireland and and how you showcase it is so so beautiful you are so talented some of your photography your videography skills I feel like I keep interviewing people who are just really talented and I'm not sure is it something like I'm trying to manifest <laughs> but it's like this idea of just storytelling and capturing the essence of a place through choosing the right song or things like that but it's something that you do so well and, and you share it with um, Instagram and with people in such a generous way but I'd love to know how that kind of came about it's like again it's something where how we travel, how we adventure, how we choose to live our lives and things like that is such a personal experience. It's so individual, but social media is giving us like an insight into our own or giving us an insight into different people's worlds. So I get to see yours, you get to see mine as much as we show. And I think it's so, so cool. And you do it so, so well. And I'd love to know how that came about. Did you just decide one day? I mean, I guess your degree has something similar to it, your second degree. But yeah, where did it all come about? Yeah, so the I actually always used to make little videos growing like grown up. Um, me and my siblings like we'd recreate commercials and all that kind of thing. Like we were always just making videos. We'd recreate the Oscars. Your poor parents, and, Emma. Your poor. Yeah, so we were just always making videos. <laughs> um, yeah. and then I, when we were in school, sometimes we'd you know there'd be a little school trip away, and I'd make a video of it and we'd all get in the we'd all gather in the like um kind of common area and we'd all watch the video and I was kind of just always the girl who like made the videos of the trips um so then when I went to college I had gone with I I went in kind of with the idea in mind that I wanted to get into radio I actually didn't think that video was going to be the thing that I I kind of ended up doing um but and I absolutely loved the radio side of things but I kind of figured out that which you've probably figured out from me talking I'm a bit of a like I don't know I just when I'm talking I'm a bit awkward on I'm, I'm a little bit just you know I kind of I can I can just of... uh, I'll, I'll stop in there and I'll say <laughs> you're absolutely not and I think no. some of these conversations I personally love the the awkwardness the cutting across like for me and everyone who's been a guest so far knows that I love the humanness of it I love that it's imperfect like that's what yeah. I get from it <laughs> I think you're perfect but do continue, oh, Alex. continue. <laughs> um my head's getting so big on this oh yeah yeah everyone will have to cut off the uh, recording now because she's like now too big for her boots don't worry about it we'll bring you back but, down um but so anyway I had gone I was going down the radio route and then kind of 
decided that it just mm. I didn't feel it was um for me but I ended up when I graduated I kind of wasn't really sure what to do but I ended up getting an internship in a radio station but kind of started to get more into the producer side of things um so I was doing an internship in uh, Q Q102 mm -hmm. um and I was there for a couple of months mm -hmm. and while I was there um I a few people started sending me on um a job opportunity that was in the Football Association of Ireland and it was for a content producer videographer um, for the communications department so I had grown up in my have a football mad family we always followed the Irish team we would kind of go to we travel abroad to see some games and we'd go to just every single game in Lansdowne Road and then later Aviva still like to call it Lansdowne Road but um we um sorry so I ended up applying but in my head I was like oh, I'm not gonna get this like whatever um but just kind of wanted to do it for the experience um but I ended up getting the job which was absolutely amazing I couldn't believe it um so I worked there for just over a year um and had like the most insane opportunities there so I got to basically just create content video um got to travel so much I got the opportunity to travel to Tanzania with um to document the development of amputee football over there um and that was that was also a very life-changing um trip which maybe we can touch on again um but from there then I it was that was a, an amazing year but it was also a, quite a difficult one I think that you know it just I, I found it very hard to get to where I needed to work. It was out near Cordoff and I wasn't driving and um it was the National Sports Campus and I was traveling, you know, a lot of time a lot of hours per day and um for me just the, the pay wasn't adding up to the amount of work that I had to do and um so then another opportunity came about um to go back to the radio station that I'd been working with um and it was in the, it was in town you know I could just get a bus or um walk from Harold's Cross or anything like that so I just kind of had to I I was honestly really heartbroken leaving um that other job because as a job it was my dream job but just the kind of circumstances around it weren't <laughs> um but that was kind of where I really got I started with the video stuff um, and when I look at the videos I made there I'm like oh my gosh they are so bad <laughs> but look you have to kind of start somewhere Absolutely. so um please don't go back and look <laughs> the videos that I made they don't <laughs> no, you know what? Emma, they're gone <laughs> yeah I improved a lot over the year though that I was there I will say mm. um but still I'm like oh god but then I worked as a content producer for urban media so that was um kind of fm 104 q102 and then radio stations around the country other radio stations based in cork and belfast and galway and limerick um and then i was there i was so happy there the team i just they were they're still like my family i absolutely adore them but unfortunately because of covid the kind of job changed a little bit and I'm obviously I'm so grateful that they were able to change the job role for me so I could keep my job during during COVID but I kind of just fell out of love with it because I wasn't doing the filming and 
editing and I was kind of I was doing stuff that I didn't love and after three and a half years like I I, I worked there during COVID longer than I did not in COVID so that had just become my job um so that's when I had decided to kind of leave and go traveling and just you know reevaluate my life and see what I wanted to do and then I just continued to like make content while I was away it's just something that I love I absolutely love just kind of create creating things and it kind of allowed me to you know kind of keep my creativity alive while I was away but uh, and and it was with something I was very passionate about and it was kind of all on my own terms which I really loved it wasn't for anybody else and I think that's something that I would kind of struggle with now you know creating content like you know it, it's so time consuming that you're just like I'm like oh god I can't keep up with this post and reels every single day and it's, it's quite <laughs> overwhelming <laughs> absolutely and it's so interesting Emma because I think sometimes I really do love hearing about the different progressions that people take to get to where they are today because again we see for me I just see the, the incredible real storytelling etc and I kind of I think it's our, our natural bias to think that it just happened or it was that's easy for you or something like that because I think when we think about things like that it makes us feel better about ourselves because we're like well you know she she has it or he has it and whatever but the reality is chatting to anyone I know who is doing something that they enjoy is that it takes you know sacrifice it takes doing one thing wrong to make it a little bit better it takes the first video that you're now embarrassed to look back on I mean even this podcast it's like I, I sometimes go back and I, I, I'm still obsessed with the first conversation as I will be for this one. But I think it's one of those things where you, we can be our own worst critic at times. And also the only way to get better at something is to keep doing it. Um, and I think that kind of consistency, I know even with this, it's like that consistency can be exhausting. It can be um, doubt, like full of doubt. Um, it can be full of insecurity. Um, but that is the only thing that I've ever seen that pays off when it comes to different opportunities, but also doing things that you enjoy. And I know with content that a lot of the girls and guys that I've chatted to create content sometimes for work, but also sometimes for like their personal selves. And they say the line is so thin between trying to figure out that balance between enjoying it and then doing it for work and it's so difficult to manage yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like <Yeah. so> difficult. <laughs> that's but why I, you know what sometimes I you know sometimes people are like doctors and then on the side they're creating amazing content I'm like how are you doing that <laughs> it's, it's so yeah. it's so true yeah. it's so true and it, it's just so cool to hear about how you you got that and I guess that kind of you know from from those different jobs and the kind of I guess the skills you would have learned that kind of filtered through into I guess your passion to share travels and adventures and that Ireland and, and things like that and when it comes to social media in general I think it's such an interesting um thing because thing if you can call it a thing because of how uh personable and impersonable it can be and particularly people who may feel like I've spoken to people before who um would be quite anxious or stressed or have a little bit I don't know um whatever the, the spectrum whoever people are yeah. sometimes social media is a great outlet for them because it can be creative and it can be something fun but also for some people it can be quite anxiety inducing and so when it comes to social media and your relationship with it has it changed over the years or you know like like a lot of people they have been kind of going fluctuating with their social media some people are a little bit more anxious they're a bit more refrained from it but sometimes it's a way for people to express themselves and I'd love to hear about you know 
where you fall on that kind of spectrum yeah um 100 i as i i had mentioned before about kind of when i kind of went against the kind of radio side of things and i felt like i was a little bit awkward talking and things like that so i did find you know instagram and video and photography as kind of a way to express myself and i really enjoyed expressing myself in that way um and i felt more confident expressing myself in that way um but over over the years I've definitely changed my approach to social media you know I, I used to kind of share everything um and then when I went traveling last year and I started to share kind of just travel related content I kind of noticed like a community starting to build almost um and I just thought that was really lovely and I kind of started to you know get to know other creators and other photographers and um, I felt that felt that was really helpful just to kind of have that you know connect with people who were kind of interested in the same thing and it was um really really nice and I ended up you know one of the things that I'm like really proud of and I can't believe is that I've had so many messages from people saying like I've traveled to this place because you've inspired me to do that and like that just makes me I'm like oh my god that's absolutely amazing <laughs> like literally it makes me cry I'm like oh my god um so I've had like quite a few especially from my travels last year um I we traveled to Turkey and Albania and um Italy and Montenegro and just it's been so unreal to just see that people have been inspired to go to those places and um so that's definitely kind of how my social media has changed a bit now I, I kind of understand what people you know like and what they want and I, I, it kind of makes you feel like okay I maybe I do have something to offer um which is not something that I would have felt before now look I have a long way to go I still you know don't really you know I you know come on stories and talk and all that kind of thing now down the line I will and um, I'm getting there I've, I did my first voiceover video and I was like oh my Woo! god <laughs> <laughs> so um and it is sometimes you know hey my name is Hannah and I am the host of Greener Fields if you're enjoying this conversation make sure to leave us a rating share it with your friends and follow us on Instagram to keep up to date with all things Greener Fields you can feel the anxiety when you see other creators kind of and you're like oh my god they're so amazing they don't have any problems doing this um and you you do compare yourself but like honestly that just makes you miserable just like once you just cheer on everyone else you'll in you'll get it back in return and that's the most important thing <laughs> absolutely and it, it's so true I think I think it's um and again, if you did a voiceover, you're a step ahead of me, Emma, because I have not got remotely close to that just yet. And I think it's one of those things where, again, it, it could be so easy for us to see these people and be like, sure, it's easy for them. It's easy for them. But I just think that it's just not easy for anyone. Like, I think this idea of putting yourself out there, I think it's the opposite of human nature. It's like we want to keep ourselves safe and the Internet isn't safe. Not all yeah. the time. Um, and particularly not for people putting themselves out there. It, until you find that sense of community and, and you have a lot of people who follow you now 
who 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 are big Emma fans and who support your content and who love what you have to share and I think once that's and I, I think that with it's funny with the Greener Fields page I'd be like super I, I, I'm like anyone who follows Greener Fields I'm like you're my people it's like get in the car let's go and even <laughs> my own page just like I'm like a little bit more kind of reserved or I'm like what you know and it's just I think the more that we're aware of that the it's not a good or bad thing I think it's just awareness is important to how we kind of mold ourselves and our content but the idea of you know social media being a place where you know people can find inspiration and go to the airbnbs that you share with us and you know take your recommendations and if they're anything like me they're like you're they're looking through your stories they're seeing what you have to share your travel guides and everything like that because for us to see that and to see any travel content for those few seconds where we're looking at something we're there too and we can almost feel like we're there and so we don't have to and particularly if we can't afford to just yet or it's not a priority there's travel vlogs there's content there's videos yeah, that for even two seconds we can just close our eyes and believe we're there and and sometimes that's motivation sometimes that's inspiration sometimes that's just a nice moment and I think it's people like yourself who are bringing that into households across the country where it's like you know particularly during the COVID or pandemic and difficult times that we all go through it's like I, I love travel content because of its lightheartedness because if it's um it's capacity to showcase the world in the best moments um and as we know from social media and the news uh, there's a lot of reasons why like yeah. things are not being showcased in the best moments for legitimate reasons do but sometimes a little bit of escapism is it's not a bad thing um and you mentioned before that there has been a couple of moments in your kind of travel adventure life, life in general, that have been particularly life-changing. Um, and I love to hear these kind of profound moments because again, even for me here, it's like whatever you're about to say for those few minutes that you're saying it, I can live that reality and I can see why it was life-changing and I can see if that may change my life by just hearing that story. So is there something that comes to mind particularly over all your travels that you're like, that was special I think for me and this is kind of a bit of a strange one um kind of a bit of a strange one do you hear me <laughs> this is a bit of a strange one um but I had mentioned about when I was working for the football association that we got to travel to um Tanzania um to develop amputee football out there um and we were based in Dar es Salaam mm -hmm. and so we arrived in we arrived in Dar es Salaam and we were literally the only thing in Tanzania that I saw I was there for a week was the inside of a stadium so it was hotel to the stadium hotel to the stadium hotel to the stadium for the six six or seven days that we were there but during those six or seven days we spent our time with the same people Mm -hmm. and for me it was I actually never felt so connected to a country even though I wasn't seeing the country and um, because it was being with the people and actually becoming friends with them and it was like and you know just seeing them kind of take on this sport and um and kind of what they've all been through and you know every single person we were um working with had lost limbs and they were the happiest people in the whole world and during that trip as well we we did venture outside the stadium for one day um and we went to a school um 
Salvation Army School for Children with Disabilities. And that to me, we brought a bag of footballs. And I remember Simon kind of the guy that I was traveling with, um, he kind of threw the footballs for the kids to have. And I have never like we just looked at each other and we just burst out crying. We were like, oh, my God, this is like even thinking about it, I get emotional. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my yeah. god, I'm crying on your podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, Emma, if, if you if you know me at all, I, I'm a trainee therapist, so I'm like obsessed with tears. I think they're beautiful. So continue yeah. to cry. And I, I think, you know, I I I can feel that emotion from the screen here. And again, my eyes are my mom, my mom um nicely describes me sometimes as a basket case. And I and I think it's a <laughs> Um yeah. and I think, you know, I think how could that not be a life-changing moment? And I and I guess that conversation or part of this conversation about travel is perspective and, and what we gain yeah. from leaving what we know. Um, and I think when it comes to that perspective, we can also do, we can also get that in Dublin, walk in the streets. It's, but I, I think it's a mindset that is easier to reach when we are in somewhere new or we're seeing what you're seeing. Like you were seeing amputee footballs, like kids in schools, just so happy to see you wanting to be your friend wanting to to know you and to to connect with you and I think that perspective whether we get it in Sydney Canada Dar es Salaam um Dundrum yeah. <laughs> where we get it I think that is that is what's what it's all about I think for me it's like the sense of why we do the different things we do it's like what can we gain from just being where our feet are what can we gain from being aware what can we gain from 100 I guess just seeing things without kind of being distracted I, I guess that's this idea of being like you, you were fully present you were fully there and I think for me like what I'm taking from that is like geez we that perspective like if we look up if we are not so in our head constantly thinking oh, what is everyone thinking about me and it's all about me and this is the idea of like if we got out of our own heads for two seconds which again I'm not a pro at so <laughs> I, I I'm not preaching here but if we got out of our head for a couple of seconds and, and saw how special some moments are and that perspective I feel like like this kind of anxiety about you know what we should be doing this idea of does anyone have a clue this idea of feeling stuck this idea of the dreaded being 30 and like what does that even mean and it's all these different things that we're kind of told we're meant to dread or have anxiety towards and it's so easy to do that I mean I am in that with everyone as well if we see where we are and we can be present like maybe that's not the solution but maybe that's the respite like maybe that can just make us feel a little bit better about ourselves because of the sense of common humanity I don't know again I never know I feel like I feel like all these conversations like I say to everyone it's like if no one was to ever listen to this, these conversations give me so much comfort. Um, because again, when you hear other people's experiences and you realize, oh yeah, Emma thought that, and maybe Emma's friends thought that, and maybe the guy who I interview tomorrow thinks this too. Yeah. That's a comforting feeling. And Absolutely. you know, when it comes to your your you as a person, your life, your adventures, your travels, where you are today you have lived so many different versions of it and you're continuously evolving. Like I like to think we always are, um, but also we are still ourselves <laughs> and we can't change that. And maybe we should never even try. You've probably picked up a couple of bits of information, advice. Maybe someone's said something to you that you always remember when things are a little bit tougher, but for anyone listening today, when it comes to you, I don't know, 
being being 30 living in Dublin traveling setting up an Instagram page going after things that you enjoy your dreams or whatever is there any bit of advice that you kind of wish you knew back then that you now know I'd probably say don't wait just go for it (laughs) because if you wait you're going to be waiting to and that's it's probably a little bit cliche but you know you'll be waiting forever if you think you know okay I'll I'll feel like it's the right moment in a couple of years or if you are lucky enough to you know be in a position to go traveling just be afraid of it and as they say feel the fear and do it anyway (laughs) um no I think for me that was probably my regret is that I've kind of only really got the itch to travel a little bit later on Mm -hmm. um so I kind of sometimes panic I'm like oh no I should have done this when I was you know in my early 20s or but another thing as well I think it's never too late Mm -hmm. um and you know it's your life um you know you don't have to follow a rat race um, just do what makes you happy Um, it's not you don't have to you know do what your friends are doing if they're getting married and having babies and you feel like oh that's what I'm supposed to be doing it's it's not do what you feel is um right for you and that's exactly what I'm doing <laughs> one of my one of my favorite quotes at the moment or whatever life sayings mottos metaphors whatever you want to call it is this idea that um you this idea was put into your head for a reason um I love that because it's kind of just just what you said it's like we think things and we're wondering should we should we not um we let fear dictate it we let our parents we let our society control try to control this idea but I have to believe that like if that's that intuition if that's that gut feeling is in your head I think we owe ourselves the chance to explore it maybe not even commit to it but explore this idea of travel setting up a business adventure social media whatever it is whatever that idea is I think it's this idea of maybe not wait or maybe don't fully wait try something now and again it's not too late again this idea of being 30 it's like what why the hell is it seem like like why are we told this this terrifying thing I know we're potentially only a third of the way through our lives exactly (laughs) still babies Emma and I think that anyone I've spoken to who's turned 30 they're like it all it only goes up from there because you know yourself more um and and you're less apologetic for being who you are and you know this idea of and this podcast is is kind of surrounding this idea of what is home and for some people home is a four walls mine's in Monkstown or some other people for some people it's a feeling um or it's a place it's a, it's it's an experience I'd love to know what home is for you that's a very good question um I do think home for me is just being around friends and family um and I think that I always will want to be around friends and family um yeah I would say that definitely is home for me but I love kind of what you're saying you know home is a feeling um and that was definitely and and kind of who you're with or if if you feel comfortable being on your own like that's um but for me it's either traveling with Fergal or being with Fergal or being around my family and friends in Ireland that's definitely home home for me (laughs) And again, obviously, this podcast is called Greener Fields and this idea of this proverb or again, metaphor, whatever you want to call it, that is the grass always greener on the other side or just greener wherever you water it. 
And a question I want to start asking my guests, so you're the very first, is where is the grass greener for you? Where is the grass greener for me? The grass is greener. I think wherever I just feel happy in a particular moment and whether that's being at home because I feel safe or being abroad because I feel like I want to you know learn about other cultures and other history and um I think it's it's a feeling for me um and yeah I don't think I'll ever really feel like it's one or the other you know whether it's being at home or abroad I think it's definitely very dependent on you know what stage of life I might be in um, and I think that will probably apply to a lot of people and I think that's why you should never you know compare where you are in your life because you just never know where you're going to end up <laughs> that, that is is one of the most um special answers I think I've ever gotten on this podcast because I think like you just said it's going to relate to a lot of people and this is the whole reason that I created this is that it's not to say that one is right and the other is wrong it's this idea of whatever is right for you and trying to understand that and by listening to these conversations hopefully understand other people's realities from more than just what we see in um in the reels or the photos and hopefully those realities gives us more perspective that we don't have to be so afraid in different things and we try new things and that's the whole point of this you have just nailed this entire podcast <laughs> Emma is that it's it is it is individual it is not one thing it is fluid it can change and it can mean whatever it means to you and it can be greener wherever it is to you in that moment and coming towards the end of this podcast which is devastating because I am obsessed with you I think you are amazing I think oh. this is such a beautiful conversation it is so authentic and human and I think so many people are going to get, look, there's tears in my eyes. Like, what? I know, sorry for the tears. I was like, oh no, poor Hannah's after seeing me cry like everyone else. <laughs> oh no, oh no. And, and you, you think it, you think it's, it, yeah, it's something I have to work on as a future therapist is not crying every time I see someone cry, but that's for another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to your future, your dreams, your hopes, your ambitions, things that you're hoping to achieve, things that we can support you on um, from social media or hopefully in person, I can see you for some reason doing kind of like guided uh, meetups and hikes in due course I feel like a lot of people would love to be around you like I just get that energy but anyway that's a <laughs> leave that in your mind for a moment when it comes to your future Emma what are we looking forward to what's exciting you right now do you know what I definitely a priority is travel um <laughs> for sure and uh that definitely was sparked uh last year when we traveled for three and a half months and thought that that was getting it out of the system and it absolutely wasn't so yeah for for myself and Fergal like definitely um just seeing more of the world we've learned so much about just people and cultures and just um yeah we've just learned so much and I think it's so important and for us experiences is you know what's important to us um and yeah that's all I want to do I think is see the world and I'll kind of do whatever it takes um whether that's you know delaying the settling down as they say um, we're we're totally okay with that um mm -hmm. and um yeah I think yeah <laughs> uh, I think 
I, I, I'll personally speak for everyone who follows you that we're very excited for this because it's going to mean more content. It's going to be more adventures. It's going to be more recommendations. Guys, <laughs> it's going to come though. Yeah, <laughs> no we'll, idea. Yeah, no time pressure, Emma, but we'll be <laughs> ready and waiting. Where can, where can we, for those who may not know you, where can we follow you um, and support you? Um, I am on Instagram. I think that's probably my main one. I'm on TikTok too, but haven't really... Uh, <laughs> gone on to that but it's just at emma leah mullen and it's mullen with an a so it's m-u-l-l-a-n well i'm gonna have to remember that for the show notes because i'm gonna definitely spell it with an e listen <laughs> it has been incredible i have absolutely loved getting to know you chatting with you hearing your perspective on some very um or some yeah i guess some very universal topics when it comes to living in ireland travel work friendships anxiety well-being um and everything else in between it has been such a pleasure and such an incredible conversation so thank you oh thank you so much and thank you so much for this podcast because it really is so helpful now and now he's gonna have a big head thank you so much (laughs) thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of greener fields to get involved follow us on instagram at greener fields and let us know who you'd like us to talk to next Thank you so much again and I'll chat to you really soon.